Stream Anime Radio. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another installment of the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. I am JR, I think I'm JR, and across on the other side is Neff Canuck. Hello, sir, I've come to take you. Oh, dear, I, I've had, you know, dances with the Grim Reaper before, but never quite that cute, to be honest. <laughs> this is actually the newest project from... Shinigami Liz, it is Shinigami Yumemi Crochet. Well, you could say it's a cutting likeness. <laughs> People listening to us are like, what in the world are they talking about? And that's why you have to join us on video. All right. Um, by the way, I'm still here. Hello, everybody. How you doing? And welcome to the XAR Podcast. JR and Nev here. On episode six of season seven, if my memory serves me correctly. I believe your math is correct, as is your memory. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I'm wearing the good old headphones today um, because we got news earlier today because it affects us as well as thousands of other podcasters that use the Anchor platform. Uh, there is no more Anchor. Anchor has officially been swallowed by Spotify. Remember, um, Spotify bought Anchor about, I want to say, four years ago now. And now they've officially, finally rolled everything into Spotify for podcasters. So, uh, a monumental occasion, Neff. Yes, as I said to you when you announced it to me, I said, oh, so Spotify's thrown the Anchor branding overboard. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're, you're, you're right on par tonight, Neff. Uh, we're not going to throw you overboard, that's for sure. Well, if I'm on par, it must be golf season. <laughs> as a little birdie told me. But um, for the time being, uh, we're still going to promote the link as anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. Because if I give you the Spotify link, it's just way too long. <laughs> yeah, JR showed me what I thought was the real link. And... Literally, it looked like it looks like a computer puked all over itself. And I'm going, I am not repeating that. There is no way I could possibly repeat that in any way, shape, or form. No, but what happened is, um, no, that, that little string was a link to a, um, 
what's it called a promo card, if you will. Um, so Spotify gave out all these promo card links um, to celebrate the new launch of Spotify for podcasters. Hmm. Well, it's going to be an interesting ride now that Spotify has brought everything under its umbrella, so to speak. Mm. Officially, that is. But um, if you're listening to us, uh, the primary uh, distribution platform for us will now be Spotify, although you can continue to listen to us through whatever podcasting platform you listen to, be it Apple or Google or something like that, Podbean. And we also have video links as well. So you can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Extreme Anime Radio. Or uh, on YouTube, at Extreme Anime Radio, I think. I believe you're correct, sir. <laughs> uh, I'm taking... I'm a little slow tonight, Neff. Hmm. You're a little slow. Well, it is that time of year as we transition from season to season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, speaking of, speaking of transitions, don't forget this weekend, folks. Oh, yes. We get to spring forward? Spring forward, lose an hour of sleep. Crap. Oh, great. <laughs> mm. I've had a little bit of restless nights the last couple of nights, and uh, that's not going to help things. Oh, dear. Well, if you're anything like me, it's like, okay, just relax and try to turn your brain off. <laughs> well, um, if you stayed up last night, like uh, supposedly me, my dad did uh, on his travels, because uh, my folks are enjoying a nice little outing uh, for the last few days. Uh, the World Baseball Classic has officially kicked off in Taiwan. Have you seen any of it, Neff? Uh, only highlights because, unfortunately, it's on at pretty much stupid o'clock, at least for me. It's like, right. yeah, I'd like to watch this, but yeah, I need sleep. Right. Well, they're in Taiwan, the other side of the world, and they played the the opening game, I think, was during the day, so... Well, that's the other problem. If they play during the day, um, I'm sorry. I have a job that I have to do, <laughs> literally. Uh, I heard one of the games between uh, Taiwan and uh, Panama was uh, very, very exciting. A lot of runs were scored, and, of course, Panama won, as I believe everybody expected. Well, yeah, uh, Panama has pretty much the all-star lineup. Taiwan is like... Hi, you're here. Nice to see you. There's the door. <laughs> and I completely forgot that there is um, there's a mercy rule in the World Baseball Classic. Ten runs. And uh, Taiwan, just by the skin of their teeth, was able to avoid the mercy rule a couple of times, even though they still lost. Well, I mean, there's, there's no other, you know, thing than the same mercy rule. I mean, curling has that rule, too. Mm. for another sport that has a mercy rule. Basically, you get to a certain point where there's enough of a, of a point difference between you that there's no way to catch up. So they just say, okay, we're calling it, and we're not going to let you have you, you know, keep <laughs> sweeping for no good reason. All right. <laughs> um, we were talking about baseball in the last podcast, and uh, the deal about the, uh, the regional sports networks all about to be imploded, it looks like. Well, um, the owner of the regional sports networks has missed a required payment of interest on their debt mm. of, and pardon me while I you know, have a bit of a brain squeeze at thinking of that number, <laughs> $140 million U.S. payment they missed. Ugh. 
And that's just interest. <laughs> that's not even attacking the principle. I'm going, oh. <laughs> if, I gave, if I gave out loans like that, you know, uh, I wouldn't be in this small room right now. <laughs> well, the, the problem isn't getting, getting the loan. It's paying it back. Yeah. The, the problem is uh, the owners of Bally Sports Sinclair Networks, basically mm-hmm. they don't have Tony the Leg Breaker chasing them for the money. Mm-hmm. Because they, because they're a little too big for that, right? It was it was you and I, you know, uh, trying to uh, not pay a bit a debt that large. Yeah, we'd have Tony Lightbreaker after us. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm I'm following the developments very closely, and also I um and I did raise your voice in the channel enough a little bit on this end. Um, I've been reading stories about how Major League Baseball teams will soon be introducing patches on their uniforms, sponsorship patches. You knew it was coming, folks. The minute hockey did it and people didn't, you know, immediately riot, they're like, every other sport's going, hmm, source of revenue. (laughs) And there was a, a suggestion that uh, eventually the Yankees will follow suit and everything's breaking loose over here in New York with comments from the Yankee faithful saying, why are you tarnishing the pinstripes? Well, I'll t- take it from, you know, uh, someone who's had their hockey team sweater infested with this stuff. <laughs> It'll start out very small, very gradual. You almost won't notice it. But eventually you will. <laughs> See, our team got smart, and it's simply a very small, very subtle ad for milk. Okay? That is actually just the con- in a contrasting font, a contrasting color to the, to the uniform. Got milk? It looked, no, just milk. Oh. Not even got milk, just milk. Okay? <laughs> Whereas, for example, the team out in Vancouver... Is, has sold their soul to the TD Bank. <laughs> the problem is their uniforms are white, blue, and their third uniform is Darth Vader's love child. And it's a bright green TD Bank logo. Bright fl- <laughs> you can't miss this. You could be from space and you'd see it on the uniform. Oh, man. So it's like there are subtle ways to do it, and then there's the smack you in the face until you bleed way. As long as when they in baseball when they hit the uh, the ball into play, we don't see logos, uh, random advertising logos pop up on the grass like the NHL has done to their billboards. Um, scratch that, boss. MLB already does that. The billboards behind the players. Well, I know that that that's been going on for a long time, but I'm talking yeah. about in the middle of the outfield. I, I think that's going to um, come at some point. No, they're already doing it on the pitcher's mount. You've been missing it on the pitcher's mound, or, or it hasn't infested down there. Because right. the pitcher's Toronto mound, yeah. Game, the Toronto Blue Jays games, you see all the ads they're festooning on the pitcher's mound, you're going, eh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but it's like, okay, I, I'm waiting for some advertiser to, to pony up money to Rogers to allow them to do this to the Jays uniforms. Mm-hmm. Now, the hilarious part would be, if they would actually pony up enough money, Bell, you know, mm-hmm. being Rogers' main competitor who owned the Blue Jays, mm-hmm. to say, okay, Rogers, put Bell logos on the Jays' uniforms. 
How much money would it take for Rogers to sell their soul? We might just find out. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, or they could just put their own logo on there and say, see, we sold the advertising. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, it's basically one hand washing the other, mm-hmm. which I've never understood how Major League Baseball lets them get away with it. They do that for their TV rights and their radio rights because mm-hmm. they sell them to themselves. Uh, that, that, that's not a sale as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but, well, you know. Flax is of the opinion that we have a lot of money. He thinks we should uh, put the XAR logo on the Blue Jays uniforms. If I had that kind of money, um, I might even be on, on uh, a space station right now if I had that kind of money. <laughs> Sign up do with Jeff Bezos and everybody, right? <laughs> uh, do, do the elongated muskrat thing. Mm. Go to Mars. uh japan news um i've got uh osaka behind me that was a picture i took when brie and i were in uh, namba the glico man right there let me move out of the way real quick so you can see that um yeah i'm just asking asking. you pronounce it a different way than i've always heard it pronounced you pronounced it glico i've always heard it pronounced glyco so I'm wondering which is correct. Let's see. Uh-oh. Now we're going to find out life, whether or not I'm right or wrong. Well, not the first time I've been proven wrong, if, if, if that proves to be the case. Uh, Ezaki Grico. Glico. It is Glico. I just lo- looked at the Japanese uh, characters. Ah, okay, there we go. So I guess I've been hearing it wrong all these years. Okay, <laughs> clean out my ears with, you know blowtorch <laughs> well to have to do uh, another trip for glico next time uh, i invade the kanakistan <laughs> we have to fight actually i was put somebody put me onto a, a a japanese market that's in toronto proper and i'm very curious to go down there I haven't managed to do it yet uh-huh. but i'll have to do it one of these weekends when i've got some time and just you know slip down there and see just how much stuff there is down there interesting interesting but uh, speaking about Japan uh, and speaking about space, uh, Japan tried to launch a new rocket uh, earlier this week, and uh, it ended in miserable failure. Okay, now when you say miserable failure, are we talking did it get off the ground and go boom, or did it just, go, did it just forget going up off the ground and just went boom? Uh, it got off the ground and then apparently went boom when they told it to self-destruct. Well, at least it followed directions. <laughs> uh, but no, it's a replacement rocket from Japan um, to replace the H-2. It's called the H-3. And apparently, you know, when you launch rockets, usually you have to launch them in stages because you, you have to, you know, get a lot of muscle to get the uh, rocket and payload off the ground. And then as you go up in the air and you lighten the load, then you can drop a stage and launch the second stage. Um, so the second stage didn't fire, and that's why it went boom. Ooh. So it was exit stage left. Yes. Or, or somewhere, um, somewhere in the Pacific Ocean, I think the remnants fell. <laughs> Lovely. Now all I have is this mental image of Ariel and Sebastian looking up going, not again. <laughs> but um, also happening in Japan, um, anime. 
And I've been morbidly curious to learn about an anime that apparently I will have to go to high dive because that's where it is. It is an anime about judo. I'm a big fan of the sports anime, so this looks very interesting. I haven't heard of that one. What's it called? It is called Izaki Glico. No, I changed this one. Hold on, go one second. Um, it's called Ippon Again. Ippon Again. And it's about a, a junior high school girl who is a judoka or a person who practices judo. And she wants to quit um, after graduating from junior high. She goes to high school. And she is convinced by one of her friends uh, to continue the practice uh, uh, by either joining a judo club or starting a judo club in high school. I don't know how the story goes, but that's the gist of it. Hmm, sounds interesting. And that is uh, based off of a manga that is uh, four years old. It was, began serialization uh, in early 2019. Just Time flies when you're having fun. It's just like... Four years old. 20, oh, good grief. <laughs> Somebody who'd be good at judo would be Susato, wouldn't you think? Hmm, I wonder why. <laughs> Susato from Ace Attorney Chronicles that we've been playing on Twitch the last several months. It's been a long time. But uh, anyway, for those of you interested, uh, judo is a um, Japanese sport of throwing and um, is a martial art. And uh, you score an ippon, which is in the title, by uh, throwing your opponent to the ground with enough force that they land on their back. I believe uh, that's how it works in judo. And that scores an ippon, which ends the contest automatically. Um, you can also score an ippon, I think, by grappling your opponent and immobilizing them for a certain amount of time. So, mm. Yeah, I mean... I, I don't follow judo much, I'll be honest. Usually when it's on the Olympics. Mm, exactly, just like me. Yeah, and I was going to say, I always found it interesting. The the smaller and lighter competitors, it's a much faster match. Oh, yeah. Because once you get to the bigger, bigger, stronger, it's like, oh, yeah, they just grapple and it's sort of like immovable force meets the irresistible object and nothing's happening. Right, it's a chess match at that point. Mm. So... Um, it is on my high dive subscription uh, list now. Uh, again, I cringe to watch high dive sometimes because of the way uh, their apps work, but we've talked about that before. Okay, when you say high dive and apps work, uh, you you forgot the word there. Hmm. Don't. <laughs> their apps don't work. Their website is barely functional, considering their competition. I I don't know who their web designer is, but frankly, they need to be woken up from their slumber. Mm. It's not 2010 anymore. <laughs> wow, you think that technology goes back that far, the way they appear, huh? Well, it's that poorly run that it's probably from 2010. That's my point. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, speaking of uh, Susato, uh, we've been playing this game. Uh, we keep on trying to reach a conclusion but we don't well again ace attorney treats the the legal profession and the practice of law mm -hmm. like a video game 
And basically that means that anything that should logically lead to a point in law, Mm -hmm. nope, the chances are it's not going to lead there. Mm. uh... So it's like when I think about my real job and I think about this game, it's sort of like... (laughs) A lot of twists and turns uh, compared to the original Ace Attorney games for sure. We've proven that uh, time and time again when we've streamed. Well, I mean, part of the, part of the charm of the games, as you know, the years have gone by, they've made them more a thinking game. You have to really think, and you have to remember, and you have to try and you know puzzle things together. You've heard, say, an hour ago, game mm-hmm. time wise, mm-hmm. and go, okay, I heard this an hour ago. How does it fit into the now? Mm-hmm. Which is a fun exercise to a point, but then when they're asking you to think about things that happened four or five hours ago in game time, you're going. Why didn't I take notes? <laughs> or, no, or nobody told me I needed to take notes, one or the other. Yeah. But uh, I hope we get to a conclusion with this game. It's very, very fascinating, uh, all the twists and turns that the game takes. Um, I have a funny feeling that, uh, well, I think I'll, I'll just speak for the group because, um, you know, you play it and Liz and Bree, and we've all shared our opinions and uh, we think uh, something very peculiar lies within either Male Strongheart, the Lord Chief Justice, or Jigoku, the, um, the judge from Japan who traveled uh, to Britain earlier with uh, Mikotoba and friends. To be honest, I think they're both... Something is, ro- something is rotten in the state of Denmark with the both of them. Mm. They know something or did something. All right. But the question is what? All right. We'll find out, I think, the next time we play that game. Yeah. And then uh, I've been going through my Steam library today and trying to figure out, are there any other visual novels we could try out? Um, I know we kind of stalled out on Steinsgate a couple of years ago. I think that was almost two years ago we tried Steinsgate. But that just went on and on and on and on. I don't know if we want to pick it back up again. We're going to pick it up and like, What? What happened? Where? Who? Who's that character? <laughs> um, yeah, go on. No, I was going to say, the, the problem with the visual novel genre, it seems, is that they either are very straightforward and simple or just, you know, sign away 40 hours of your life, mm. pretty much. So it's sort of like, okay, can you find something that isn't necessarily that 40 hours, but that isn't, you know, straight simple? Mm. And that and that seems to be that de- delicate balance we seem to have trouble finding sometimes. All right. Um, there's one that I've mentioned a couple of times in the past on previous shows. The one called, I believe, Newton and the Apple Tree. Are you familiar with the one I talked about that? No, that doesn't ring a bell. And when you say, you mean Newton as in Sir Isaac Newton? Mm-hmm. So okay. <laughs> this is a banned game. What do I mean by that? Banned as in it's no longer listed on Steam. Is it Pimp Daddy Moroku approved? Um, well, I don't know. I'll, I'll get into that in a second. Okay. So, <laughs> um, this was... Um, something that was actually uh, crowdfunded on Kickstarter several years ago by a company by the name of Soul Press. 
And Soul Press uh, got into the visual novel release. I, I think they work with another company in Japan on this. And then they also went into um, releasing some um, light novels and also um, different books and whatnot. Um, they got into a couple of the visual novels. And then uh, they slowed down their releases. Soul Press, um, by the way, being a U.S.-based company. And it was found uh, towards the end of 2020 uh, or 2021. I want to look up the date. 2021, that the company became delinquent on their taxes. And uh, the state of California uh, listed it as being forfeited. Okay, now now that's a term I had never heard of when it came to a company. Forfeited. <laughs> Forfeited, uh, let's see, uh, let's see, by the California FTB, the Franchise Tax Board. So if the company is forfeited, does that mean the government owns it? In this case, the state of California? Uh, good question. I don't know how that law works, but it, it resulted eventually... Uh, the games on Steam were delisted, and um, the uh, light novels were all pulled from distribution. The company went into an agreement with Kadokawa, and Kadokawa then pulled on the agreement, citing that uh, uh, the people who created the visual novels in Japan were apparently not paid by Soul Press. Oh dear, that 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 sounds messy. <laughs> but to answer your pimp daddy Moroku question, mm -hmm. so am I going to stream this game at some point? I bought it before I think this whole issue happened with the the, the tax forfeiture, mm -hmm. and before they pulled it. So I was able to download it even today because I ha I own a legal copy on my Steam account. So I start playing. In about 30 seconds, I'm like, no. <laughs> and if so, I tell you why, uh, I think we'll be kicked uh, off the air. Oh, that's not a good sign. <laughs> that is not a good sign. It's teetering on Pimp Daddy Moroku, but it's enough for me to say, uh, I... Okay, well, I mean, again, the visual novel category on Steam, there are some titles there where it's like, okay, yeah, I'm not sure how you're still here, but <laughs> you're here. Um, but to be fair, even on the Nintendo Switch, there are titles where it's like, I hear the rattling in the closet. Oh, I've seen some of those. <laughs> Yeah, and the Rattler in the Closet bought a couple of those on me. <laughs> so it's like, oh, dear. Um, but no, I um, this was a few years ago, and I watched the previews of the this particular visual novel in question. Um, and the opening sequences looked pretty tame, and the game was on sale, so I picked it up at the time. I didn't realize what I would get into when I opened the software. 
Wow. Okay, now now I'm going to ask, just for, you know, what was the ESRB rating on this thing? Um, I can't, I believe it was, oh man, I'm going to have to look this up. Um, you're going to have to make me check this out real quick. Well, no, I, I'm just morbidly curious because I'm going, I can't see you buying AO. Yeah. Well, it must have been M. Because if it was only, if it was rated teen and it's that bad, it wasn't rated properly. Right. It, it, ha- it had to have been had to have been M type rating, I think. At least, okay. Because, like I said, it's just like okay. <laughs> My computer is now on a watch list. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to let me even get my desk, Liz? Come on. I've been, uh, speaking of which, I have uh, have the good old uh, measuring tape with me today uh, because I was remeasuring the dimensions for the desk that will hopefully finally uh, be taken care of sometime this month. And it's been a real struggle considering uh, the amount of space that I have around here. Mm. Well, I mean, the, the, the important part, I, 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 when you hold up the measuring tape, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. You use that silly measuring system where it's like, how many rods to a furlong again? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you prefer uh, centimeters instead of inches, I guess, still? Centimeters, decimeters, meters, kilometers. It all makes sense. It's all the power of 10, whereas <laughs> inches to feet to yards. Huh? Th- this tape doesn't even have, uh, this tape doesn't even have uh, the metric measurements on it. Oh, no, no, they, they, they'll sell down there. No, 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 it'll just be, you know, the good old American inches. <laughs> fine. I but... wish I find something like that. Hmm. But um, the 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 main issue I'm having right now is that uh, I don't have a lot of space. I have a lot of width now because I cleaned up this corner next to the uh, the current desk that I have here, which is nice. So now I can get you know something that's wide enough. The question is the depth. So I measured this earlier today. I've got about 21 inches from the wall up to the front of the desk that I have now. Mm-hmm. The one that I'm the, the the top candidate right now for a gaming desk goes up to about 23 24 inches in that ballpark. Ick. And there are some better looking ones out there, but the depth is just too big because when you get to 38 inches you hit the edge of my mattress. Mm. Yeah, that's that's the problem. When you're stuck with this particular space, then these wonderful designs that look great just aren't going to work. Unless we do like the extreme makeover Neff Canuck addiction or something like that. <laughs> well, hey, if you want to start tossing stuff left, right, and center. <laughs> um, but uh, some money towards the desk. Uh, I sold the old CPU that I put in this computer. I sold on eBay. Wow, eBay takes a lot of cut from 
sales these days now. It's like eye-opening. Well, to be honest, eBay always took a cut. The question was it was more subtle. <laughs> now they're just more in your face going, yeah, we're just going to take it all now. Yoink. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to say like at least 10% of the purchase cost in the sale went into the eBay coffers. That's not insignificant chunk of change, no. No. <laughs> but, uh, no, um, and I'm also, I have some old memory from the previous station computer and also from the old laptop, and I don't know if that's going to sell well at all, but, uh, yeah, I have a few other things I could try to sell that I've run into when randomly cleaning things up around here, but, uh no, this has been a task. Uh, I will probably uh, look into getting a desk, like I said, this month. And then uh, once that's out of the way, the next order of business probably may be a monitor, a bigger monitor, bigger than the, um, the one that I have here, which kind of fits into the space of this current desk that I have. It sort of maxes it out, if you will. Mm. Yeah, you remind me. I have to. I have to look into that uh, Kickstarter I backed because they said that the monitor I was going to get, I was going to get last month, and crickets. So I'm like, hmm. Have you spoken about this before? I don't know if we have. It's it's a Kickstarter monitor that's basically it opens up like a clamshell, essentially one on top of the other. Okay, two two screens. Yeah, two screens. Four okay. Four one on top of the other, uh, there's a microphone and a camera, and the bottom screen is a touchscreen. Mm -hmm. So, as I said, it was supposed to come last month. I'm going to have to poke at that and see what happened. Maybe they've had some more shipping delays because shipping right now, uh, especially yeah. if it's electronics. Mm. And, uh, oh, um, Flax thinks a 32-inch uh, would work. This is, I forget what, how big this is. Well, I have, a, I have a measuring tape, so let me, let me find out real quick. Let's, let's, play the, let's play the measuring tape game, shall we? Huh. 24 inches. A nice, decent size. I mean, unless you're doing 4K, and then it's like, no, nope, that's right. too tiny. All right. And therein lies the question. Uh, could I get like a 32 and pair it up with the 24 and make a nice little workstation? It's going to look a little odd. I I mean, it really depends. I mean, you uh, I don't think you've seen my setup here where I have the 23-inch touchscreen mm -hmm. and a 23-inch TV monitor that I'm using. Okay. The, the problem is the TV monitor is older and only goes up to... Uh, 1366 by 768. Oh. So things are a little bit, yeah. Yeah. But it was free, so I, <laughs> I'm not going to complain, right? Yeah. If it, if it dies, sure, yeah, I'll buy something a little better. But, like, for free, because mm -hmm. it was a TV, it has speakers, et cetera, so I have another mm -hmm. sound right. uh, source to play, you know, stuff from. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Um, if you guys uh, watching or listening have any ideas about desks, uh, you can get in touch with me by email or by chat over here, extremeanimeradio at gmail.com. I'd be curious to hear what your thoughts are. Um, Mika, they suggested that I go the 
IKEA route, which looks very interesting, but uh, with my condition right now, I don't know if I want to put in that much elbow grease in a new setup. Mm, yeah, because with IKEA, it's basically they recommend two people for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm gonna need to, I'm gonna need you know probably my father's help anyway or somebody else to to help put this together regardless of what I get. So. Yeah, I mean, the only good news with IKEA is that they usually provide all the tools you need. True. Most of the most of the other guys are like, hope you have a screwdriver. Which screwdriver? You'll figure it out yourself. <laughs> Not an Allen wrench, no. <laughs> um, so, looking for um, looking for ideas. Uh, maybe in the next week or two, we'll make a decision about uh, you know which one I'm going to get. The one I showed to you and to Liz and to Bree today looked. Uh, I think is the most promising option because it doesn't come out too far. It, you know, I'll have room to actually walk by and sit down. Well, that's kind of critical, yeah. I mean, it doesn't help if you've got no room to maneuver. Right. <laughs> so, um, let's see, Neff. What are you doing these days in the realm of anime and manga? I've spoken a lot already. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to say this. I was trying to look at, a on Amazon, um, the Kindle version of a manga. Okay. Oddly enough, they have everything as a Kindle version except the first two volumes. Hmm. And I'm going, how does that work? <laughs> how do you end up with all the volumes but the first two? So they make you start with number three. Yeah. And unfortunately with this particular manga, no, you need the first two. <laughs> so I'm going, okay, somebody made a, a weird decision here. Now, I haven't checked to see if those volumes and the entire series are on, for example, the Apple uh, iBooks. Mm. But it's like, Amazon, what are you doing? Um, you can't sell an incomplete series like that. Well, you can, mm -hmm. but, but who's going to buy it? Yeah. Because the trick is, what Amazon is starting to do now is if a series gets long enough, they start bundling uh, a number of books together and you get a slight discount, right? Okay. Like that's, for example, how I picked up all the volumes of Camping with my absurd cooking skill in another world mm. because they had five volumes at a reduced price if you bought five together mm -hmm. and then the last five same deal you bought the five together reduced price again okay but it's like so like i said in fact i'm just curious enough i i'm just curious enough to see if in fact uh the the books in question are on uh, let's see. It would help if I could spell. Uh, iBooks. Doo -doo -doo -doo. There it is. Okay, so now let me see here. Now, I'll tell you the series. It was Don't Bully Me, Miss Nag Nagataro. Okay. I probably butchered that. Um, but like I said, I was just weirdly curious mm -hmm. uh, because I'm like, uh, uh, oh, they may not even have it. Me... Ms. Oh, uh-oh. Okay, it looks like they don't even have it at all, so Ooh. let's see here. Yep, no, they don't have it at all. Interesting. It was there before? Well, no, not. I, I never checked Apple because oh, okay. I, was wonder, I was wondering, but I'm like, okay, this is interesting. So in other words, um, 
essentially what it means is you can't actually get the series, the complete series uh, from Amazon, which I find really bizarre. I'm like, especially the first two volumes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, huh? <laughs> so I, I, I am tempted to email them and go, uh, what's the sitch? Like, like, why, in fact, are you offering every other volume except the first two? So in order to get the first two, you got to buy the whole shebang. Well, no, if you buy the first two, you have to buy physical copies. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. They still have physical copies. Right. But everything else you can get on Kindle, and I'm like, hmm. that makes no logical sense. Yeah. A lot of things with uh, the licensing we've we spoken about time and time again make no logical sense, though. Well, okay, you, you, you definitely have a point there. But it just is if this is the future where electronic books can go out of print. <laughs> uh oh. We have artificial intelligence uh creating anime now. Have you seen that, Neff? <laughs> On your suggestion, I did look at that link. I want that three minutes of my life back. <laughs> I'm going to send you a bill for it. Thank you very much. Because Uh-oh. that was the weirdest thing. I mean, I have watched weird things before. I, I'll yeah. give you that. But this was sort of like, <laughs> and I mean, there were these random glitches in the animation where it was just like characters talking. All of a sudden, they get whacked in the head with a chair, and they yes. just keep talking. I'm like <laughs> going, okay. And then I thought maybe I was playing tricks on me, but no. Thirty seconds later, bam. I get hit with a chair again in the head. And I'm like, huh? And that I'm is a joke here. That is caused by people redeeming points in the channel. When you redeem points, you can throw objects. Okay. So there was somebody <laughs> who, had, who had an idea that, you know, I'm going to be the chairman and you're going to get the chair. So what we're talking about is a Twitch channel. We, and we hope you won't, Switch away from us to check it out. Uh, if you want to check it out, maybe when we're done with Jackbox tonight. It's called Always Break Time. And it is about three students in school. It's, uh, it's in English, but uh, it's all completely AI computer driven. And people can throw objects. People can redeem points to make them freeze. And they occasionally get chased by a monster. I saw that the other day too, Liz. <laughs> and um, you could they all, you could also uh, do a vote in the chat about the next scene to play. And this is just an ongoing thing, just talking about random stuff, as you said, Neff. Okay, I, I, like I said, maybe in the late hours it gets a little bizarre, but I'm going, it's bizarre enough now. Yes. I was, I was watching it, I think, well, about an hour ago now. I was just like watching this going, okay, okay, what? Yeah. <laughs> and it just went from there. It does seem to repeat ad for infinitum. I think that's the point. It's it's the perfect background noise, I think, if you will. Wouldn't you agree, Neff? Um, as being a somewhat, um, I won't say master, but connoisseur of background noise, <laughs> not quite now. No? I mean, it's. I'll give it this. It's definitely eye-opening, uh-huh. as in you watch it and you just, did I just say what I think I saw? Yeah. Uh, AI so, is becoming part of uh, seemingly our daily life now, because now I'm getting um, 
ads in my email for these AI bots to put into Discord. I'm like, huh? And I, 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 I'll say this. AI bots have their place. But I always remember, they themselves were created by humans. Mm. And humans have flaws. So if you think your AI, whatchamacallit, is perfect, eh. Yes. Until AI can produce its own AI. And when that happens, here comes Skynet. And unless your name is John Connor, you're probably dead. <laughs> First ask us the T-800, yep. <laughs> I, I'm glad you got the reference. I was hoping you would. <laughs> no, I was just, I got the reference, and I also saw Carl to type that out at the same time. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah. But, uh mm. No, I am. Um, I'm so happy to work with the artists on our mascot, Sarah and Umemi. Um But while I was recovering from my hip surgery, um, I did dabble a little bit into the free AI to see what the characters might look like. And I have beautifully drawn characters, but their faces are like, 200% cubism. It looks like Picasso dabbled all over their faces. Do, do the number of fingers and toes correspond? Is my I, I think they did. Okay, then that, then that's much more advanced because most of the AI art I've seen, you know it's wrong because suddenly there's six fingers and you're like, <laughs> no, 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 that's not right. That's not right. That uh, reminds me of that scene from Bruce Almighty. How many fingers do I have? <laughs> okay, I'll take your word for it. That's a movie I haven't seen. Oh, no? Um, Jim Carrey, Morgan Freeman. Well, Morgan Freeman, you could literally watch or listen to read the phone book. Yes. Jim uh, Carrey. Hmm. Yeah. And um, Steve Carell, the actor, got his big break in that... Uh, in that movie, I think, uh, playing Evan Baxter, the the anchor person. Ah, uh, yes, the anchor man. Yes, the anchor man that gets uh, manipulated by um, uh, Bruce, uh, Jim Carrey's character, when he's given the powers of God. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the only Jim Carrey movie I really like, just for the sheer insanity of it, mm -hmm. is Liar Liar. Mm, that's a good one. When you have a lawyer who is forced to tell the truth at every freaking moment in his life, that's how you ruin a lawyer, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> the pen is... Mm. <laughs> you remember that one, right? And during the court scene... Oh, come on! It's like, okay, somebody's not happy. Liar, Liar, Bree's favorite movie. Keep that in mind there. <laughs> now, I'm a big fan of uh, Jim Carrey's works in general, too. So, But uh, one of my favorites is uh, Bruce Almighty. Evan Almighty, which is um, Steve Carell um, starring in the sequel. Steve Carell is a decent enough actor, but he's not Jim Carrey. No. And, and and that's the major problem. When you replace a character, I mean, the tone of the movie shifts, et cetera, because, again, they aren't the same actor. Mm -hmm. They don't act the same way. And so, mm, 
Right. Yeah. But uh, um, is that Banya? You know, <laughs> no, no. I was, I was just trying to. You know, my back is just going. Hi, brunch. Oh, that didn't feel good. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Uh. Well, we might have to give you a little bit of a break before we finally go back to Jackbox. Uh, it's been a while since we did Jackbox, and I feel like spinning the wheel of enormous proportions tonight. What do you think? The wheel of enormous crashes. We hope not. <laughs> One of my favorite, uh, more recent, well-rounded games. What are you saying? I was going to say, well, actually, I should be fair. The, the PC version seems to be a lot more stable. Uh, I used to play with someone who had it on the Mac, and that version, if you could get through half a game without it crashing fatally, you were mm. lucky. Mm-hmm. And I, I never quite understood what what the the version did wrong in the Mac that was so unstable that, like, you know, basically it was the equivalent of having, you know, a plot of jello on, on an earthquake and, mm-hmm. you know, there yeah. goes the jello. Very interesting. Well, I guess it depends on how well or not so well um, titles like these are ported onto other OSs. Yeah, I, I believe that machine that they were, they were using to stream was... Uh, Slightly older Mac. Okay. So it may have been, you know, the Mac has. <laughs> but uh, we're looking forward to showing you that here in just a few minutes here on Twitch. And then tomorrow, uh, oh boy, Mario Kart. And you reminded me of this the other day. The new courses come out tomorrow. Indeed. I mean, I've looked at the preview trailers. I'm going, okay, there are a couple of courses there that, that I should be okay on. And there are a couple of courses where I'm going, yeah, right. Like, Not even if I was stone cold sober or, or blotted out of my mind drunk. <laughs> well, we do have the uh, introduction of Birdo as a new playable character. So looking forward to that. I, I'm curious now to see if that's going to be their new thing. You know, they'll they'll introduce a couple more characters, and I'm going... Okay, that makes some sense, I suppose. But now that means after this introduction, there's only how many more waves? I think two more. Two, or three? two more. Okay. There, there are supposed to be six waves. So um, two more waves by the end of this year. Um, I believe. Yeah, the next one will come in the summer, and the final one would come close to Christmas time. Mm. Yeah, and then by then all the rumors will start about the Switch's replacement, although those rumors have been around for years. Oh, yeah. Nintendo says, no, we're still making money on this one. Why should we change anything? (laughs) And I'm just going, I hope to heavens you don't try to make a new system that's incompatible with the old one. Right. I mean, you know, I understand why you do it, Mm -hmm. but it's also very... Very annoying, especially with a system like the Switch, where you encourage people to not buy physical copies, and everybody will have these electronic copies that, at some point down the road, Nintendo will simply say, oh, we're shutting down the store, click. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me, uh, I I may have to put up something else on eBay, that being my unopened copy of Gran Turismo 7, because I still haven't got on a PlayStation 5. <laughs> thought by now you would have gotten a playstation 5 i'm, I'm surprised yeah. i'm not uh i'm not appealed to it conser- considering uh 
you know, how, well, I'm sure it's a little easier now to pick up a system, but still, I'm like, uh, my, my TV in the living room might be due for an upgrade before I get a PS5, because that TV is uh, 15 years old. The fact that it's still running is is a testament that you bought a good that you've got that you bought a good TV at the time. Uh, a Sony Bravia, and it was like twelve hundred bucks at the time. Well, I mean, I, I laugh because my TV is from twenty thirteen, one of the last plasmas they made. So now that's ten years. Wow. And I paid with with the uh, gift certificate was about two grand altogether. Mm-hmm. But it's, it still has a great picture. I'm like going, 4K would be nice. But the picture on this thing is nice. And there's no guarantee that, you know, even with the technology advancements, that anything will come close to a plasma when it comes to, you know, reproducing, you know, the darker colors, especially black. Mm, yeah, true. So. But, well, this one is still chugging along because uh, there are times when it doesn't want to turn on. It's simple unplug, wait, plug it back in, and it works. Oh dear, it's gotten to that stage of life, has it? Yes, but it needs it needs a kickstart every so often. Exactly. <laughs> but as long as that's running, I think I'm going to focus here, get the desk, maybe get a new monitor, and uh well, then after that it's going to be do I want to invest in a graphics card or do I like the one that I have here that I built with the system back in 2020? Well, don't forget, uh, A, graphics cards are, I won't say unobtainium because you can get them. Yeah. But they are quite pricey, and there's a very real chance that if you get anything with any oomph, you probably have to replace the power supply. Yeah, that's the other because thing. They, <laughs> they, yeah, they're basically like power vampires. It's like, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I see even the mid-range cards are like demanding 650 watts. I'm going... Huh? <laughs> My entire system has a 650 watt power supply, and I have a graphics card in the whole nine yards in this thing, and I'm going just for the. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go back to PC Part Picker and uh, put my computer parts back in there and see, make sure I got enough headroom for that. Mm. Well, I mean, I was always taught that you take the amount of power that you need. In other words, the maximum power each of your components can, can, can take. Right. And then you add 25% headroom. That is your bare minimum. Right. For a new power supply. All right. So now whether or not that still holds true today, I don't know. The last time I built a PC was many moons ago and uh, several machines ago, and the scars from the last time have finally healed. Oh, man. We'll have to get together, and uh, I'm itching to, to put a new computer together, so maybe maybe we got to work on one sometime. Well, I don't know. The, the little guy I have here is quite powerful, and I can actually move him by myself. <laughs> and unfortunately, that, that's my criteria now. I have to be able to move the machine by myself. Yeah. So it's like, mm. so I won't have the most powerful thing on the block anymore. Unless I do the new thing, which is uh, the external graphics card thing, which I'm not a fan of, because yeah, you lose a lot of fr frames per second when you're you know connecting it with a uh, cable to the computer. Plus, if you want to buy something for it, that's another few hundred bucks in itself. I've seen the prices; it's just quite ridiculous. I think. 
Well, yeah, I mean, you you buy the enclosure, the enclosure, a good one. Yeah. Is about two three hundred bucks Canadian, mm-hmm. and then the graphics cards, like I said, the high end ones are just, oh yeah. I mean, I saw I see one that they want eighteen hundred Canadian. I'm like going, excuse you, eighteen <laughs> hundred, like no for a gra- no. <laughs> but you know, people are buying them apparently because they're selling. Right, right. Don't ask me who's buying them. But uh, now we'll have much more to talk about this. I think in the weeks ahead, as I try to evolve out of this i don't know how this desk is i said 20 30 years or something like that it's time to be put out the pasture i think okay it's like come on yeller we're gonna take you out back in the woodshed (laughs) and with that um how about the closing commentary with the brand new uh logo that we had to put in place of anchor (laughs) If you have any questions, concerns, comments, or complaints, drop us a line at extremeanimeradio at gmail.com or check us out on social media. To do that, you go to linktree.com forward slash anime radio. There you'll find links to our Facebook page, our Twitter handle, our Instagram account, our Discord server, and our YouTube page. And don't forget, archive versions of this podcast are available at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. Part of the Spotify family. So once again, as we said before, this link, anchor.fm forward slash anime radio, it does work for the time being, but it will just redirect you over to the Spotify, which is a, um, uh, not, yeah, the, the Spotify podcast, which is a longer link. And I don't want to say the longer link. That would be way too verbose. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I, I'm going to have to practice if I have to eventually say that link, to be honest. <laughs> I saw it the first time and I went, Oh, there's a tongue twister. Yep. But uh, once again, congratulations to Spotify Podcasts for uh, putting this uh, new uh, podcast uh, thing together, uh, taking things in another direction, a new direction. We wish them the very best, and we look look forward to continue working with them on uh, the future Extreme Anime Radio Podcasts. For Neff, I'm JR. Thank you for watching and listening to us. And remember... Keep on looking out for the Extreme Radio Podcast, and don't forget to check out our Twitch streams. Archive versions of this podcast are available at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio, powered by Spotify. Good night, everybody. See you next time. That's a way to do it, yeah.